0: Welcome, family, to Black Woman's Renaissance, a podcast celebrating women of color who are accomplishing tasks that are believed impossible for us in spite of walls built to keep us out. Today, we are marching boldly in our purpose. So, let's march on, sisters. I am your host, Dr. Violet T. Adams, educator, speaker, writer, artist, all things woman, and creator of Black Woman's Renaissance. Today, I welcome my fabulous, fantabulous co-host, educator, author, publisher, and editor-in-chief of Vision and Purpose Lifestyle Magazine, Dr. Sharon H. Porter. Introduce yourself, Sharon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Adams. I am so excited to be here. I am a lifelong educator, almost 30 years. I'm currently an elementary school principal in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, I'm CEO of Perfect Time SHP Book Publishing and owner and editor-in-chief of Vision & Purpose Lifestyle Magazine, which is a bi-monthly print and digital publication.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome again. We have a fabulous show for you all today. And ladies, today is a special day. Why? Because it is our 10th. (laughs) (laughs) Episode, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> And I am extremely excited to have a very, very special guest with us today. We will be interviewing a special woman, Black Women's Renaissance will honor Miss Crystal Kelly. Crystal is, among other things, an advocate for inspiration and change. This multi-talented woman is the founder of I Am Beautiful Award that honors formerly abused women who are now victorious. She's a talented health and welfare consultant, a certified life coach, a licensed life and health insurance agent, and is currently working as a licensed real estate agent. Crystal directed the face-to-face mentoring program for junior and high school seniors in Norfolk, Virginia. She's also a motivational speaker, has written several articles for a, Who are Not? Magazine published by Mikkel Media in North Carolina and is the founder of Make It Happen Entertainment where she launched her own recurring event, Phloetic Expressions Open Mic Night. This event opened the door for local musicians and poets to positively express themselves through the arts. She currently, y'all, resides in Metro Atlanta, hey! (laughs) And has recently written a book entitled I am purposefully made. Crystal Kelly, the woman with two first names, is passionate about making a difference in others' lives. She once said, I love to be involved and put action towards change. Not just speak on it, you have to move on it. Crystal's motto is your current situation does not define final destination this is the philosophy crystal lives by and this is why we honor the talented beautiful and compassionate crystal kelly as our black woman of renaissance yes welcome welcome crystal to our show tonight
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for a great introduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, let's get right into the interview. And we're going to start with keeping it real. Okay. As most women we have featured on the show, you at a young age have accomplished a lot, Crystal. What would you say were, your, were the major challenges? Out of everything that you've done, that you had to overcome.
2: Um, I think for the most part, um, the major challenges has always been um, finding resources, right, and finding support. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had an ambition and desire to do certain things, but never really the know-how on you know, how, how to make that happen or how to successfully create something. I just, I'm a person that's like, okay, I see it. I want to do it. Let's just do it. So I go from (laughs) zero to a hundred really fast because I'm just that creative thinker, but the Um, steps in between, and I'm always, I'm a continuous learner, but the steps in between didn't always come easy. So what I mean by resources is when reaching out, to certain people or things it unfortunately some it, it, it's not as easy as you as you would imagine getting yeah. the help or the resources that you need to succeed I so creating those harder,
0: pathways it's even harder for us as black and women to right. obtain those resources right so that's
2: that is the catalyst for what made me, um, start power of your purse, um, which is my business that I'm, I have now, but I'm doing business as Crystal Kelly LLC, but power of your purse was brought together for a network of women to come together, to help each other, you know, professionally and personally, we can start talking to each other. And I always state like in a workshop that I'm doing, I'm not asking you know, people to give away their secret sauce or anything like that. But, you know, as as you learn and as you have gotten help when you were starting out, let's reach back and help someone else get their steps or ask the questions instead of wasting time recreating the wheel. Yes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You are absolutely right. And we are like in, in a kindred spirits in going from zero to 60, boo. in first <laughs> into the work. I got the idea. Let's do See, it. Figure out do it out
2: later how to do it, right? <laughs> right, right. And that's where Make It Happen came from, actually. Make It Happen is because I was known for just making things happen. Like, how did you, where did you? And people would be like, just give it to Crystal. She'll make it happen. So mm-hmm. I was
0: just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I started this podcast. I just woke up one day and said, Antoine, my son, who's a musician, uh, boo, help me with this podcast. I'm coming over.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Crystal, I have known you for many, many years and and I know that you've gone through a few life-changing events. Um, you unfortunately lost your mom a few years back um, when you were a dedicated caregiver. Um, you rel- relocated from Hartford to Atlanta. Um, and you also added and changed professions. You're now taking on the real estate industry.
2: Yay. Can
1: you share how you've managed to handle all of these changes with such grace? Mm-hmm. Grace. I think, <laughs> so
2: I'm going to be very transparent. Um, I've handled it with a lot of tears shed, <laughs> um, but by the grace of God, honestly, um, it's just been a step after the other to keep moving. And that is, as you stated in my intro, kind of what I live by, like, your current situation does not define your final destination. So for me, it's imperative to keep moving. It's imperative for me to, you know, don't, don't be stagnant. And for me, that was so important, even when um, I lost my mom two years ago. So it, it that is just an experience that, you know, it, it was just life changing for me because a lot of people, you know, they say like, oh, I know what you're going through. But unless you've really gone through it, you really don't. Because as a single, like an only child to a single parent, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. And um, like, who am I now? I'm not, I'm not someone's daughter, you know? It's just, it's weird. It plays with your mind. And I think for me, if I was to stay stagnant, um, even in the location that I was Hartford, Connecticut, which is hometowns where family is, um, it was important for me because I had, I had goals set before me already. So having those goals, were was important and for me to keep pushing and keep moving towards them was the motivation that I needed. And, and, and I'm a mom, you know, I, and I'm a single mom and it was important for me to demonstrate not only strength, but perseverance to, to him as a young, as a young boy growing to be a young man, you know, life, life happens, right? And we can't control it. We can't, um, stop death. It's the only thing that's guaranteed. So it was important for me to show him, you know, in a time of weakness, how to push forward, how to keep moving and, you know, just how to persevere,
1: Wow, that's so important. Thank you for that.
0: Awesome, awesome. And uh, to to keep going and to persevere once again is what we do as women. And I'm still going to say, black women, we still are at the top of that persevering. Um, It no nobody's laying coats down over the mud for us. No, (laughs) no, nobody's saying, oh. Let me take you by the hand. No, they're saying, "Sister, get out there and get it done. Put that baby on your back and keep it moving." Um, and and we do that. We we do that. So with that in mind, Crystal, what would you say? And you have so many talents. Even in the show, you mentioned two things you didn't even tell me to put on your bio. <laughs> <laughs> in the world more I gotta go back and edit this (laughs) which would be your superhero power um
2: prayer (laughs) I'm trying to think of like the more um you know educated I guess response but no that 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 just really really it it is what it is and um Prayer and, and supplication, you know, the word mm. says that. And supplication is action. It's putting mm-hmm. forth, you know, your your prayer and, and walking out on faith. And faith is action. And mm-hmm. just, you know, coming from where I come from, like I mentioned I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. And um, so I was raised on what we call Albany Avenue and Edger Street. And those from Hartford can um, attest they know that's not the very best parts of town and um, city, but and me being raised by a single mom, an older single mom at that, it it was it was a true um, roadmap and blueprint for resiliency and how to persevere. So for me, I think. Learning that at, a, at an early age, being a latchkey kid and having to take on a lot of responsibility at a young age um, gave me the motivation that I needed as an adult to accomplish what I've accomplished. I've never been satisfied with one thing. like I've always had a desire to do more or mm-hmm. get involved, or if I didn't see something, create it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom used to always say to me, you know, like, people would be like, oh, you're spoiled. And, you know, and I'm like, she was like, yeah, you're spoiled, but you're not a spoiled brat. There's a mm-hmm. difference. You know, She taught mm-hmm. me to work for everything that you get. There's nothing in this world that you can't get or can't have, but you need to work for it. Mm-hmm. So it's, when people say that to me, I'm like, it's okay to be spoiled because you should, you should get the things you want, you know, it's work for it and you can get it. So I think for me, that's been one of the most important, um, just avenues in my life and things to live by is just continuing to press forward, um, living by faith and prayer Mm -hmm. and, and, and really putting action to, to your goals, You can't just set a goal and then sit back and, and and wait for it to happen. You need to move. You need to make it happen. You need to put forth the work in order to make that happen. And, and you're gonna have hard times and you're gonna be weak and you're gonna think everybody is against you or nobody supports you. And you're gonna have those moments where you're gonna have a lot of no's. Um, I've acted in plays and gone out when I used to live in California, gone out for different auditions. There are a lot of no's out there, but. If you don't have a strong um, support system or belief system, life will swallow you up. So for me, thankfully, I have a strong faith-based system, and I just strongly believe in the power of prayer
1: and supplication. I love awesome. that. Prayer is your superpower. Prayer and supplication. <laughs> I love it. And- So, Crystal, I know your heart is your son, Cam. Um, You are intentional about making sure he's a productive member of society. Um, You have him in so many different activities, um, like the youth jazz orchestra. Um, He's active in our church Um, and just an all-around great young man. Can you talk about the importance of investing in his presence as well as his future? Awesome! Oh, absolutely! You know, you hit on my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on <up> talking,
2: girl. Yes, <laughs> that, um, that is my whole heartbeat. Um, and so, the 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 importance on investing in his present uh, is so important to me because, you know, as moms, we have these miracles, these little babies that were responsible for these little balls of clay, right? Just just as, and I, you know, again, I'm very faith-based, so, you know, I don't want to offend anyone, but I do use God a lot in my, in, in my examples because I feel like it's important to recognize everything he's done for me. But we started off as just, you know, like this ball of clay that he's molded. And for right. a mom, I think that we have that similar responsibility because it's important for us to mold these little balls of clay into productive and well-received, educated young people so that they have a good foundation to be great adults, right? Right. So especially for me, um, being a single mother raising a young man, and I I remind (laughs) him constantly, I've never been a man. I'm never going to be a man. So I can't teach you how to be a man, but I can teach you how to be a great person and how to be how to make good decisions. Um, And, you know, just recognize the right from wrong, the foundation, right, respect, and a moral compass and education. So our model, we have two, actually, we collect all the keys to unlock all the doors for any possibility. We live by that. And our second model, we chant all the time, we live, eat and breathe scholarship. So, (laughs) (laughs) and so he knows that whatever I'm inputting into him today, I'm helping him get get those keys. I'm helping him collect keys so that he can unlock the doors. He started off with locks being just a black male born into today's society. Right. Mm. So when he graduates, I want him to have as many keys as he can to to, to unlock so many doors because they're already stacked against him.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You know, what you are speaking now is what I call a legacy of success. Um, I, I may be you ladies and you talked about your humble upbringing. I am in a place of legacy of survival. Mm -hmm. That was my driving force. Everything I did, every move I made, every plan I made, it was out of a a legacy of survival. And it brought me to this place of of, um, perpetual attempt at success. And I won't say I'm at a place of success because success is a destination, not a place. I gave myself a legacy of survival. Mm -hmm. But my children, your son, Sharon's children, we have given them a legacy not of survival, but a legacy of success because they see no longer survival in us. They see success in us, and therefore, what they're seeing is what they strive for. And what they strive for is success. They don't have to struggle as hard as we had to struggle for that. That evasive success that we all must conquer or attempt to conquer, and I, I, I discovered the difference between a legacy of survival and a legacy of success. I, I teach everyone and I mentor everyone with the idea of legacy of success, and that's what you are giving to your son right now. Most definitely. I met you, Crystal, through Sharon. (laughs) And it was because of being nominated for the I Am Beautiful Survivors Award. Ladies, can we be a little frank and talk a little bit about domestic violence and the origin of your award, Crystal?
2: Yes. So the I Am Beautiful Survivors Award Gala. is very near and dear to me, um, as working with, um, young adult women, um, I was sitting around and I was having a conversation, um, with a couple of young women and they ranged from the ages of 17 to 33 at the time. There were about six of them. And we were, we just got into a very, you know, candid conversation and, um, one of the young women uh, confided into the group, and she made the, the uh, statement, um, kind of off to the side, and she was just like, "Well, not er- every not every situation is like that." And we got into a deeper conversation, and I I found out later in the con- in the conversation, you know, she um, she had been through a um, domestic violence situation. And um, looking at where she was in her life then, she was mid twenties. Um, she was, you know, out of the situation, but not comfortable in speaking on it. And I confided to her in that moment. It's not something that I've ever gone around and just wore on my chest, like "Oh, I'm a survivor" or anything. I just never felt the need to really discuss it. But in that moment. Um, I did. And with speaking with her, three other women in that circle, it was just an intimate circle. We ended up really, you know, having a breakdown moment. But in that circle, three other women, you know, confess that they have been in similar um, situations. It was really put on my heart. And I'm like, you know, this is more common than not. And that is the heartbreaking reality of it all. And it's not just your typical picture of uh, a married woman that's trapped in a in a marriage that's being physically beat. You know, um, we have women of all ages that have been molested, that have been emotionally or physically abused, mentally abused. And in that conversation, again, going back to I'm the person that goes from zero to 100, because I want to make a difference, right? So I want to make something happen. And that's what it became like, we need to start talking about this more. And we need to raise awareness that your sister next to you, she may have gone through the same thing. And it's okay to, to wear your, to wear your scars, right? And that's where Mm -hmm. I came up with it. Because a lot of us are wearing scars that like not aware of externally but internally and that mantra in your head gets to to repeating like you're ugly because of your scar no your scars are beautiful you have a story to tell you survived that you came through it and you are a motivation and encouragement to somebody else you do have beauty from ashes your scars are beautiful and I want I'm huge on affirmation so that's where it came from like what originally was you are beautiful because i really wanted to pour into other women to remind them that you are beautiful and after the release of my my latest book i am purposely made i wanted to just really push the message and have women really look at themselves and remind themselves you're not ugly because of these scars. Look where look where you have come from. Look what you have accomplished. And say to yourself and say to other people, no, I am beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, inside and out. And I have a story to tell. I have a triumph story to tell. My mm-hmm. gala concentrates on the triumph, not the tragedy, because mm-hmm. we all have it, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to, I really want to highlight the tragedy. I mean, the triumph that it took to overcome, get through, and then be an advocate and a voice for other people.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I, I am just so thankful to be a part of that ideology because for years I withheld the fact that I was an abused woman and Not only uh, did I go through abuse as a wife, I was abused as a young girl, physically and sexually. I grew up from that sexual abuse into a relationship that was um, all of the abuses you can check out financial, emotional, physical, sexual, Uh, all of those abuses. And What was uh, troubling about my situation for me is that my mother was badly physically abused as well as Mm -hmm. controlled um, during the 60s, 70s. And the abuse that I saw her go through, the physical abuse was very traumatic. And I didn't go through that physical abuse. I wasn't being abused. So I even myself refused to accept the fact that I was being abused. And one day, 40 years old, I woke up and said, no longer, I'm I'm done. But I wanted to keep that mm. idea, ideal family. Uh, I was the only one who in my family, mm. I could say, hey, I'm, I'm married. I have my, my children. I had children after I was married. No baby daddy, et cetera, et cetera. That was a big deal for me. But I had mm. to let that go because what my children were seeing, remember that legacy I was talking about teaching yes. them? That was the wrong legacy I wanted them to see. And you're right. The pain from that propelled me into all of these other wonderful things that God has blessed me with, that he put me through those things to make me stronger and to lift me up, to lift up other women such as you, such as Sharon. We're sitting here now victorious on a platform that is immeasurable and reach. And how many other women? How many other women are reached by this conversation alone? We are victorious.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Oh my goodness. (laughs) 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 Crystal, so you were a part of the very first Women Who Lead anthology. First of all, thank you. Tell Learned us about that, that anthology first, Sharon, go and tell so, us. Give so, us your yes. so it is um, the very first one featured 20 women from various backgrounds that detailed their journey um, and how they're leading now. Just a beautiful. We have since done six. We're on volume six now. But she was in the very first one. And her chapter was life for me ain't been no crystal stair. Love it. She started out talking about how um, you were your mother's seventh child, but the only one to survive. And I Mm. quote, you said, I have been fighting my way through life from the very beginning. We published that book in 2018. So now four years later, what would you add to that chapter? Mm. Um. I probably would
2: add, um, I don't even know why, that just made me kind of emotional. It's true, though. Um, I probably would add, you know, it's just never too late to be great. It's just Mm. never too late to be great. And no matter what, uh, no matter your age, no matter your situation, if you are... Alive and you have a passion or a desire. I don't even care if it's being at home, being a stay-at-home mom. It is never too late to be great. So just live by that mantra. That's what I would add because every day I I, um, I wake up, it's another chance for me to do something. You know, like yes. forge forward. I'm not where I want to be yet, um, and I have to remind myself to keep going keep pushing and um I'm worthy so I I can I I will be there one day you, you know? are worthy
0: um, you yeah. are <laughs> worthy I am worthy every day all
2: day I you know I'm worthy, worthy. Of it. so yes. it's never too late cuz sometimes yes. you know you get older and you start to want to give up on yourself like oh I shouldn't done this at in my 20s or my 30s but you know your timing is your timing yes. so yeah that's what i would add to
0: it awesome awesome that is so great because when we think about ourselves as black women we have this mm, we have this idea of being humble and sitting back in the cut and letting everybody else go before us. So true. That's the way we are. So true. And and how often, how often do we say those words, Sharon? How often do we say those words, Crystal? I Violet T Adams am worthy. Yeah. And I think if we say those words more and more often we build life into ourselves we conquer disease we conquer depression we conquer poverty how about that yes the magic of i am worthy
1: that's beautiful it is
0: awesome so you uh Crystal, do you mind telling us about when and where the I Am Beautiful Survivors Gala will be and a little bit about that?
2: Yes. So um, I'm honoring 10 women in total um, from all over, and it will be held in um, Forest Park, Georgia, which is a sub of um, Atlanta mm-hmm. on January 22nd. Um, The gala starts at 6 p.m., and it's going to, um, you know, for certain members of the Forest Park City Council and the Forest Park Mayor, Mayor Butler, will be present um, to recognize these awesome, amazing honorees. Um, There's going to be uh, speeches, awards, but just a a night of celebration, you know, Mm -hmm. I want everyone to come men and women and just cheer on these wonderful honorees for their triumphs but also to just be present in the room um the this is the fourth annual one and so far I I I have to I'm just ever everly grateful that each one thus far has been just an experience that I can't really in capturing words because there have been survivors in the room. Um, My very first one, it was a a young woman that was going through a situation while we were at the gala. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the sister, like women just came together. They they asked me to stop in the middle of, you know, what was going on and just help to uplift her because she was getting harassing calls on her phone at the gala. And she wasn't an honoree or anything, but she, I mean, it was, it was life-changing. Like they gathered around her, you know, held hands, you know, we, we gave her resources, said a prayer for her. It was just awesome. The second one there was a woman there and she's like, from this event, she just had the courage and, um, family outreach that you know, she built up and she left that night her situation that, that night. And I got a follow-up message, um, days later confirmation that she was, you know, staying with family, um, and she was doing okay. So it, it, it's really impactful. And that is my overall, you know, desire, even if it's just one person, I don't want it just to be a fancy event that you go to and just, oh, that was nice. No, I really want it to be impactful and to see for the women to see themselves as, you know what? I am beautiful.
0: (laughs) Oh, awesome. I shared with you earlier that I have invited as one of my guests, a a child who's in foster care and she has lost uh, both of her parents tragically. Um, she's not even uh, a citizen, actually, and so she's gone from uh, really a really very tough situation um, herself over the, the last, since she was five. She's just been going through a lot. She's 17 now, and she's never been to anything like this. We're going shopping for her getup. (laughs) And she's fought me tooth and nail about going. And I insisted, "Mm -mm, boo, you're going. And I want her to go because of what you just said, how transformative something like this is. So I can't wait for her to meet you. And I know this is going to be impactful on this young lady just as impactful as the three of us will be on her life. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. Now, before I I would like to address one last thing, uh, keeping it real, Uh, I would like for you to give a tribute to your mother. You've mentioned your mother a couple times tonight, and now is your opportunity to
1: forward. Just as we've been saying all night,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we're here to uplift each other and help each other move forward Mm -hmm. um, because that's truly what it's about and so um, I just encourage everyone to um, get this um, uh, issue of the magazine um, or get a subscription Mm -hmm. and get all of them Um, it's bi-monthly and so just go on to vmpmagazine.com just really excited about all the wonderful things that are coming out so thank you for the space for that
0: Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And you told me a couple of days ago to build your tribe and yes. you and Crystal are part of my tribe.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Crystal, <laughs> give us a few final words. Well, I know
2: being on this, um, panel with two doctors, I know my next goal and <laughs> aspiration. <laughs> I <laughs> can't want to join us. <laughs> so we can just be a row of doctors. I would like to
0: after that. <laughs> yes. Join the one percenters.
2: Yes. I'm uh, I have to add, add that to my future list. Um so I just leave, you know, as I continue to grow, you know, connect with me, social media, um, I As mentioned briefly earlier, I am new into the real estate world and industry. Um, My main reason for getting into um, real estate was because I I really want to concentrate on building wealth management for people of color and not only just financially, but instilling them with the uh, reality that ownership can be yours and is so possible possible. And I want to help you unlock the door to your next home. So let me, you know, connect with me so I can help you do that. And I've come from, like we've been saying, single child growing up, low income to no income, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, first time generation college graduate. And I I was fortunate enough to uh, own my own home at the age of 30 um, years ago. So I want to help bad credit, no credit. Let's let's get it happening. Let's build this wealth management. We need to, as a
0: people, we need to start owning the block. Start owning the block. Don't just sell on it. Own it. That's right. I
2: love it. I love it. That's right. And I want to help
0: you do that. (laughs) How do they reach you, Crystal? I'm sorry. How how would they reach you?
2: So you can reach me um, on Facebook, I am Crystal Kelly, just my name. Um Instagram, I am Crystal Kelly. And mm-hmm. you can also reach me um, via my website, I am crystalkelly.com.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. And while we're giving the shout out, I want to point out the fabulous portrait behind me is my latest commissioned work and oh. I completed this work over the holidays with COVID <laughs> but uh this is one of my uh this is my most uh, recent
1: work it's awesome it's absolutely beautiful beautiful
0: So, of course, uh, that is another one of my talents. (laughs) If you want to reach me, definitely reach out to v'sartspassion.com. Well, I have three takeaways from today's fabulous show. First of all, like Crystal said, do something. Don't just have a dream. A dream is just that until you get up and you go from zero to hundred and you learn along the way, you fall down and you get right back up, but do something and make sure that doing something isn't for you. It's for the betterment of everybody else around you. Number two, build a legacy of success. the generation that you bring along. No longer should we struggle. No longer should we live in a legacy of struggle. We need to live victoriously and live in a legacy and build a legacy of success for those who come behind you. Please Join me in thanking our wonderful guest, our black woman of renaissance, Miss Crystal Kelly for being the absolute fabulous woman, the type of woman we feature on this show. Once again, thank you, thank you Crystal for being our guest. Yeah. Welcome. And I would like to always thank my co host the fabulous, the dynamic, the talented Dr. Sharon Porter. Thank you. Thank you again, Sharon. Now we are a new show. Please subscribe. You can watch our videos on YouTube, but you can also listen in any place where you receive your podcasts we are marching boldly in our purpose march on sister